So the first thing that we get asked on tonight's nightcap is by Desi's butt, <clears throat> who number one says, oh, la, la, but then asks, have you ever heard of Wolverine boots? Yes. Um, if you recall, in the movie Time Cop with Jean-Claude Van Damme, he throws a kick at a guy and holds his leg straight out. And he's like, read between the lines. And the guy's like, Wolverine? Because he has fucking Wolverine boots on. And the guy's like, try again. He's like, I should run? And he says, whatever. And the guy fucking runs away. But Wolverine makes good boots. I like Wolverine boots. Um, I used to have a pair of those. Uh, they were just like work boots, whatever. I was back in my day where I used to buy like a new pair of boots a year. Which back then seemed like it was like such a long time. And now it's like... Phew. I don't know why I did that. I should have kept them. Because uh, realistically, do you really need to buy a new pair? Like if your boots are disintegrating that fast, they're probably not a good pair of Wolverine boots or Caterpillar boots or whatever. Uh, I don't like Timberland, by the way. Fuck Timberland. Um, but I really like Wolverine. I had one of my favorite pairs of boots ever was uh, Caterpillar. They were like this brushed gray leather. They're just fucking sweet. I wish I had never gotten rid of those. Crappy. Yeah, or, or use the shit out of them. That was just true. But, you know, I didn't, I wasn't like a construction worker or anything. I mean, it was just general yard work, whatever, around the house, wear use. So, I mean, it wasn't like I, uh, wasn't like I put them through some like super industrial torture test. Um, but yeah, I used to just buy a new pair of boots every year. It's weird. JVD for life. Krista stopped in with a peekaboo and a hello. Oh, you're beautiful. Uh, Black cat waving hello. I just realized, like a complete and utter schlub, I forgot to pour myself my drink. I still think we need to do that right now. I'm going to yell. <laughs> I hope you're all doing well, though. And then your weekend was good. compensation or treat you'll get to hear a little bit of the ASMR uh, whiskey bottle opening that was probably way too big of a pour but that's okay oh. we'll be dropping shit what's the whiskey the whiskey is wild turkey 101 um and I realize Krista is being silly, calling me a slacker. But the thing was today, I actually worked quite late. I'll probably get zero claim or credit for that. But that's part of for the fucking course at this point. Cheers to you all. I hope uh, your weekend was fine. Uh, yes, let's enjoy a nice sip of some Wild Turkey 101. Ah, that hits the spot. Um, Jay, we got kind of this big project 
mess, whatever thing going at work. And uh, I figured I would buy myself some brownie points and stay late and work on something, which I think was probably a good idea. But uh, I didn't work out today, so I absolutely need to get to bed and go tomorrow. Um, and so it's just like, ugh. and part of that feeds into a little bit of the topic of today's episode, which is like dark juju, because there's a lot of like bad, like like a lot of people I know, it's like bad shit going on. Um, Krista has the hurricane season right now, so she's getting the rain. But at least you don't have to worry as much about actual hurricane hurricanes now that you're back up and rather than uh, in Florida, correct? But Desi, how you doing? Uh, Black Cat is an achy body. A healer kept pushing on it. Even toxins were released. Flush with water. Flush with water. Take a hot shower. Maybe utilize some Epsom salts. Use some Epsom salts and uh, flush all that shit out of there. Oh, so you're going back on September 10th. Are you staying again for the whole winter time, Krista? Or is it just a mini vacation? Um, also, the unrelated. Some of my favorite jeans are on like a good clearance. And I was like, I feel like I'm fighting my inclination to be like my dad and be like, oh, I should buy like four pairs of those right now in case they stop making them because they are in fact my favorite and they're like the best. And then I'm like, dude, don't need to be fucking doing that. Like, go buy 10 pairs of shoes. I, I believe I've told you guys about that before, right? My dad went and he bought 10, he bought like 10 pairs of these black Dunlop Velcro tennis shoes. He's like, dude, these shoes are the fucking best. And he's like, oh, I wanted to stock up in case they ever fucking make, don't stop, in case stop making them. I think he's, he may still have some. But to that point, they do stop making stuff. Is he six? No, he's like 76. And also... I want to talk about that in a minute too, the whole Velcro thing. I feel like I feel like that's bullshit. I feel like that's bullshit. Why tie a shoe? It's so stupid. I have these Velcro straps that I use on my motorcycle, and they are so solid and so sturdy. You could just pull the strap, get a nice snug fit, Velcro it down, you're good to go. No, instead, we're still using stupid laces because somebody went, oh, you an old man. What are you, a fucking jackass? Fucking tying a shoe. Who ties a shoe? Ridiculous. Like, fine, you get slip-on boots. I got my cowboy boots. I, I love my cowboy boots, but these other shoes and shit I have? Why not be Velcro? It's fucking better. It's fucking better. It's better. It's objectively better. It's been a thing for what, 80 years? I don't care. It's fucking stupid. We we've expanded beyond that. We've we've beaten laces. Hook and loop technology is superior. Or at the very least, elastic slip-ons. But sometimes you need more of a secure fit than elastic slip-on. So go for fucking Velcro. 
Am I the only one who sees how stupid it is that, like, somebody said, ah, it's an old man thing, and now we don't get the sweet convenience of fucking Velcro? I can't receive it. I've been tired of them and tired super loose. Yeah, so you use it as a slip-on. You use your little thumb, finger, wedge thing and slide them on, slide them off. But, like, I have slip-on shoes. Like, I have some pretty good slip-on shoes. You know, I have my Hey Dude Wallies and my Adidas and the cowboy boots. But then, like, I had to, like, my hiking shoes, I replaced them with the elastic band slip-on laces. Because, again, like, fucking, fuck your fucking laces. Krista, I'm saying this for the hyperbole joke of the show. But I don't give a fuck if you don't fucking like the Velcro shoes. They're fucking amazing. Fucking stupid. We got duped. Duped. We got totally ripped off. You could have had the convenience of a slip-on with the security of a tied shoe, and we threw it all away because some asshole went, I'm man shoes. Man, get fucked. I hate tying a shoe. It's a fucking waste of my life. A waste of my fucking life. At the very least, go with the boa. At least go with the boa, the boa uh, click. I mean, like, if you're if you're tying your shoes loose with your laces to the point where the slip-ons, it's fine. But I'm not going to do that when I'm riding my motorcycle and having one of my shoes fucking fall off. I'm not going to have my shoes fucking fall off. And they have to be tight enough. So, but, like, my motorcycle shoes, they're, like, up high, like, up over the ankle. So I either have to tie them loose enough to the point where they're like Cloud happies, cloud happies. Or they don't they don't fucking fucking stay on right. Two shoe maybe once a month then stand great. Okay. Velcro. I'm gonna bring it back. I'm bring it back. Then the Magnum PI shorts. I'm gonna wear Magnum PI short shorts. In like Velcro t- tan, what are those like uh, <laughs> rock parts or something? <laughs> yeah, in fucking shades, dude. Like they they oh short short shorts. You're talking a six maybe seven inch inseam. You're talking, you get, you're getting some upper inner thigh visibility when you sit. <laughs> Who wears short shorts? I wear short shorts. But they, ha- they have this thing called the BOA system. So it's like these thin steel cables woven through where you would normally have a lace. And there's like a dial on the front. And you pull it out and it releases the tension on the wires. And you click it in, you twist it, and it cinches the wires down. And I had uh, the shoes I used to use for running and working out that had that BOA system. And that also was awesome. I mean, it takes two seconds to fucking cinch that thing down so it's like tight on your foot. And it's so, so secure. But that's another like they just don't they don't make a whole lot of uh, they don't make a whole lot of products with those unfortunately I'd love to get a pair of boots that had those maybe I'll see if the next motor pair of motorcycle boots I get has them safety net no you want your you want your dick and your balls to be hanging out of the little hole isn't aren't we at an age now where we want everything to be about sex and sexual and whatever 
and everybody can flaunt their sexuality and sex this and sex that and everything all over the place. But then I'm going to get shit because I don't want to wear fucking giant billy shorts. And if my mushroom head ends up peeking out or one of my hairy balls falls out of the side of it, people are going to throw a shit fit. Fuck off. If everybody else can do it and do all that shit, then I should be able to. So no, I'm going to wear the shortest fucking short shorts I can. And I hope my whole entire giant package flops out of the leg hole and everybody sees it. <laughs> yeah, 70s NBA style shorts. That's kind of a Magnum PI short. It's kind of a Magnum PI style short. Yeah. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> yeah, banana hammock. Yeah. Publicly exposing himself because of wardrobe malfunction. Look, if they can have these shows, and I'm not going to say what kind of shows where people are doing all that shit, then I can wear my short shorts. And if I happen to have an accident, then it's, what are you looking at me for? You pervert? You staring? Are you objectifying me? That's all I'm going to say. You objectifying me. You shouldn't be looking. I feel harassed. Of course, you know, nobody will care, but I feel like the principle is sound. You real realistically, it's not it wouldn't work, but I feel like the principle is equal. I don't like double standards at all. It bothers me. Yeah, the beach in the seventies, all kind of nuts hanging out, nuts, just pube nests peeking out of girls' bathing suits, fucking just. Oh my God. I needed this laugh today. I can say it's been kind of a weird. It's been kind of a weird. So here's, here's some things that happened. So one friend of mine who lives in the UK is getting uh, different housing because the housing she's at is hurting her back. And it's not really the greatest of place. And she has a neighbor she doesn't get along with. And so she went to like the council housing. I don't know. However, the housing is managed over there. It's basically, oh, okay. Um, we can get you somewhere else. That's fine. You're on this waiting list, whatever. We can get you somewhere else. And she's like, okay. So she starts getting her shit together, preparing for this move. And then they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, you know, where's like the two months rent, whatever. And she's like, huh? It's like, oh yeah. Uh, if you don't pay that, like you're going to lose this opportunity for this fucking house. So I'm like, dude, what the fuck is that shit? It's like, that's a thing that happened. Another friend of mine is having bad money troubles and is a whole lot of stress, uh, str uh stressed. Uh, one of my relatives again, suffered some, I'll just say like repercussion from a stroke. So they're having some complications from this stroke uh, issue. So that wasn't so great. So they're dealing with that. Um, apparently they're going to be okay, but like that's still not quite out of the woods yet. Um, 
you know, Scott's got his uh, deal with his dad. I think what was he doing the surgery appraisal? I think that it might have been today. So we should I should probably check in on Scott, make sure Scott's okay. Uh, see how he's doing. Meow the cat uh, says everyone feels like we should get a hydrate redeem. But see, why would you get a hydrate redeem? Because I just drink all the time. A hydrate rate meow. And if you haven't stopped by and followed Meow the Cat, um, follow Meow the Cat. Please uh, stop by and watch some of his streams. He streams a lot in the morning or very late, depending on how you want to slice it. But uh, very prolific streamer. I'm sure you would appreciate dropping a follow and lurking at the very least. Oh, water. <laughs> eh. I mean, maybe. I have some water. If you really want to see me drink water, I can go get some water. Um, I should probably drink more water before I go to bed. But yeah, we had Scott with that issue. Then another buddy of mine, he and his girlfriend just split up. So he's having a rough time with that. And then possibly, at least it was initially the scariest and worst one. A friend of mine, her daughter, went to the beach with her ex-husband. I think maybe they went to Florida or something. Actually, maybe it was California. And she got hit by a really big wave. And the wave battered her so much that uh, she kind of blacked out and then tumbled in these waves. Um, and when when they kind of got her out of the water, she uh, was, you know, crying and complaining that her neck was hurting her really bad and her mouth was kind of numb and they were like oh my god so they had to rush her to the hospital um had to do you know a cat scan and mri to make sure she didn't have damage to her brain or damage to her spine so there were pins on needles waiting for that to come back and um that apparently came back with negative damage listed at least right now but she's going to take her daughter and get um, second opinion. I don't know I can get a second opinion once some of the swelling goes down. Like, that's fucking scary. 12-year-old kid fucking breaks her neck or breaks her back or something like that. So I was like, man, just uh, June not starting off so great. Just a lot of... Uh, chaos and nasty shit going on and going around mm, lemon water is actually good for you i have uh minus lime it is true a true lime water um it's a powdered lime which is delicious um should probably get some lemon i haven't had the lemon in a while but um man i go through that stuff like a lot it is so refreshing and crisp um, just a nice ice cold glass of water with a little bit of that in it is fantastic. Um, which by the way, it was like 104 here today. So, uh, definitely creeping into some more 
summer temperatures. Um, but then, then, uh, we, this happened Thursday night. So Thursday night, this place that I go to, to get these drinks in the middle of the night, some fucking maniac, uh, some guy in a dress walked by, uh, they had security uh, video footage. Walked by, picked up a large rock, and walked over to the back door, and then flipped out and basically smashed all the glass in the back door, and then walked away. So now there's a big boarded up piece of the door, and the servers and everyone else there were all kind of freaked out because they were like, what the fuck? Is this somebody who has like a vendetta against the place? Is this guy going to wait for us outside and beat us with a rock? What the fuck is going on? It's like, Jesus Christ. Uh, fucking. So. I was wondering because I feel like, you know, uh, Black Cat always seems like in tune to this type of thing. I'm like, are you detecting weird vibes? I'm detecting not so great vibes. Yeah, don't snort bath salts. Don't do that. Don't do crocodile. Don't do spice. Don't do heroin. Don't do meth. Uh, stay away from fentanyl. Uh, don't do crack. Um, I'll say in general, probably just don't do drugs. But like, man, you can flip it out, walking around, throwing rocks and shit through windows. Meth. Oh, meth. But like, Jesus, people just flipping out on shit. It's it's not, though. It has a reputation for that, but I have known some people that were horribly aggressive when they were high. And they were also extremely mean and even more aggressive when they weren't on it. Um, be responsible with whatever it is that you're doing. But, like, you know, and I, and I will say, because I know personally so many people who do this, they're taking weed and then they're taking a bunch of other stuff with it. So maybe don't make yourself a fucking drug cocktail and fucking flip the fuck out. Like, okay, if you're going to sit outside and have a joint and relax and look at the sky, great. But maybe don't walk around downtown and like fucking do a bunch of weed and then like take a hit of a crack pipe and then like take Molly and LSD and mushrooms and then just flip the goddamn fuck out and start throwing rocks and screaming and yelling and shit. Dude, like, ain't the same as it used to be either. Oh, shit, Black Hat just said, yeah, there's so many different kinds of weed in Colorado now. Like, oh, it's a whatever crazy blue haze, and it's a popping sun spike flower. Like, what the fuck are you fucking talking about? Oh, okay. Man, people just losing their shit. Krista has put coke in her joints in the past or in a cigarette. I mean, that, didn't that, like, fuck you all up? Black Cat says, it's not like Acapulco Go. People are ending up in the hospital vomiting and freaking. Dude, you see it downtown all the time. People, like, throwing up and flipping out and shit. There's some dude who's, like, laying on the fucking sidewalk and, like, just laying there and had some fucking 
It looked like a weed pipe. It's, he smelled like weed, so it didn't smell like crack or anything else. I don't know what the fuck that guy did or what he mixed in it, but he was like laying on these rocks, just like taking a nap. I'm like, all right, I guess it's a great place to have a sleepy sleep. Or even alcohol. Yeah, I don't mean to just pick on all that stuff, too. I mean, this, uh, another friend I know this, uh, has this person that they know, and they're like, we're getting uh, drunk and just getting like super abusive and everything else. And uh, I'm like, my God, like, fucking, is everybody just losing their mind? Like, I think we all need a collective hug and a nap or something. Jesus. I mean, if you eat organic food, why do you want manipulated drugs? I don't know if it's so much that they want it, uh, although maybe they want it. I think it's, you try it once and then you're hooked on it, right? You, you get high on something, you're super high on something, and then somebody says, oh, just try this. And because your inhibitions and whatever low, you decide, okay, cool, I'll give it a try. And that one is all it takes. And now you are a meth addict or you are a heroin addict or you're a coke addict or you are on LSD all the time or whatever. Um, Krista says it's about chasing high. Yeah. Well, once you get that, you're like, oh, shit, I want that again. I mean, even these uh, uh, mocktail drinks or whatever that I drink, it's like, you know, you have to be careful with that, too. Like. I'll be doing that shit like every day, like just getting blotto fucked up. Like, Jesus. But on a like bad accident, whatever t shit going on. So uh, keep the, keep the, uh, oh, what's the word for it? Keep the energy shields up. I think it's about the best I can say it. Keep your energy shield up. Get sleep and drink some good lemon water. How about a nice, refreshing lemon water? And then just breathe. Mm. Mm. All right, podcast folks, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Okay, Black Hat's uh, going to take a message from a friend. Someone is flipping out. Desi says, I love that stuff in True Lemon. I had no idea it comes in a shaker. Yes, um, that company makes in the shakers, I believe, lemon, lime, grapefruit, I think orange. Um, and yeah, you can buy like the little packets. But I like the shakers because then if you have a, you know, like I have like this giant 32 ounce or 64 ounce uh, insulated uh, container, and then you can just give it a tappy tap tappy, and not have to tear open like three or four of the packets. Chris says there's a two alarm fire across the street from on Saturday afternoon. Nobody's home, so that's a plus. What's the difference between a one, two, three alarm fire? I think it's just how many alarms go off uh, for um, how many fire engines they need to send. We'd look it up. 
You want to look it up? Just look it up. But geez, yeah, thank God nobody was home. Uh, I mean, I feel like it's probably pretty terrible to come home and find that your whole house has been fucking annihilated. What's the difference between a one and two alarm fire? First alarm fires include fires, blah, 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 blah. A two alarm fire increases the possible danger from first alarm fire, however, not drastically. Yeah. Number of resources, firefighters and apparatus to contain and extinguish the fire. We can check the firefighter insider. One of the mysteries of the firefighter's world is the fire alarm code. Many people come across it in cable TV shows or overhear a firefighter using it in real life but don't know what it is and how does it work. What are firefighting alarm assignments? One, two, three, four, or five alarm fire refers to the number of resources needed to contain and extinguish the fire based on its size and severity. Each firefighting alarm assignment typically has two to four fire engines, one to two ladder trucks, one rescue and air unit, and one battalion chief, although this varies. Alarm assignments can give you an idea of how serious an incident is being worked. Let's take a closer look at how this system works. The fire service has to deal with fires from the smallest to the biggest. It's important to be able to communicate the extent of the emergency. If someone calls in a waste paper basket fire in the garage, the fire service will send out a fire engine and firefighters to deal with it. But they don't want to send the same level of resources for a burning gas station or high-rise apartment block. It's not because they don't take small fires seriously. They do, but with limited resources on hand, a fire service has to prioritize fires based on what they need to extinguish them. So, a one-alarm fire. As you might expect, a one-alarm fire is the least serious fire, but don't think that means it will be phoning in the response if you're caught. It could still be a well-involved house fire and only require one alarm. No, I'm not. In fact, typically they will send a pair of fire engines, a rescue unit, a truck, and a chief. Fighting fire is all about making sure you have the right resources, and it can spread quickly and become more alarms, so it's better to have extra capacity to fight it than it is to run out of capacity when the scene calls for it. The first unit on the scene of a one-alarm fire is also tasked with evaluating the alarm level of the fire. If they think that the severity has been underestimated, they can upgrade the alarm and call for more resources. As you'd expect, a two-alarm fire immediately requires more fire engines, trucks, and firefighters, and these resources are swiftly allocated the moment that call goes in. Usually, each alarm after the first will get another two engines, a truck, and another chief officer. However, they also require two more specialized pieces of equipment, a support vehicle, and a hazardous materials vehicle. Again, this varies by department. This ensures that additional equipment is needed for tackling severe, such as oxygen tanks for personal breathing apparatuses. A two-alarm fireman might sound like much, but it may see up to 13 vehicles deployed from the fire department to assist in extinguishing the blaze. The firefighters on the scene may call in and request that a two-alarm fire be upgraded. It could be a two-story apartment complex with multiple units involved, or 
It could be a small house fire that requires rescuing people trapped inside. The alarm number does not directly correlate with the size of the building or the amount of fire. It is about how many people and tools are needed to handle the entire incident. And they have a picture. Here's an example of a two-alarm fire. That's pretty severe. Three alarms, as you can probably guess, means tripling the resources. It means an additional alarm can be larger, complicated, or, be, or take longer to put out. At this point, the fire service knows that they will need to ensure that the firefighters on duty will need support to keep their energy up and can deploy a vehicle that is stocked with both snacks and electrolyte solutions. They also know that it's unlikely that a blaze that burns for several hours in the modern world is going to go undetected by the keen eyes of the media. And they may also send out a special vehicle for media relation so that the firefighters can continue to work without being interrupted and so that the media can get the latest information they need. Just blast those motherfuckers with a fire hose. Fuck them. Fuck you and your stupid news truck, son of a bitch bastard. So here's a picture of a three-alarm fire that just looks like a fucking complete disaster. Once you hit four alarms, you're talking about a genuine catastrophe taking place. These are not common occurrences, and in fact, you might only see two or three of these uh, a year for any given to fire, fire department, maybe less. This means a firefighter might only be called out on one or even none each year, but of course, eventually, they'll have to face a four-alarm fire. Given the scale of this kind of blaze, you may now see up to 21 firefighting vehicles deployed to fight the fire, and there could be up to six battalion chiefs on the ground to coordinate all the activity. Big fires are complex to handle, and each firefighter needs clear instructions to follow and the necessary amount of support to do their job effectively. So there's a video here of a four-alarm fire. I'm going to play this. So if you're listening to this as a podcast, be prepared for a lot of noise. Holy shit. That uh, is a blaze. My God, look at the size of that fire. It's burning the tree next to it, so they're going to have to contain shit to make sure it doesn't spread. That fire is like twice as tall as the building was burning. Oh shit. The color from the fire is so bright it makes the water look like a flamethrower. Look, those palm trees are burning. Yeah, Desi says at a certain point they just have to hose down everything around it, right? Look, you can see them spraying the other outside of the walls. I mean, yeah. They're going to have to work on containing it so that it doesn't spread and turn into like a whole block fire. Man, that fire has to be hot. Look at that. The whole entire inside of that is just complete fire. And you 
got houses on the other side of it. Look at it. See, uh, look to the right of the screen. It's like there's a hot uh, house right on the It is hotter than American PI in two inches in strokes with his balls hanging out. Holy shit. Look at like inside the windows on the first floor. I mean, that's just absolute nuclear blaze. It's like melting. It looks like it's like melting the iron grate. Wait, it's like bending. That is incredible. So let's uh, continue with this article. Five alarm fire. For a single fire department, this simply means that the fire is so huge that all available hands are likely needed to be uh, are likely to be needed to put it out. Fires of this nature are not everyday occurrences. Some firefighters might go through their entire careers without ever tackling one, and no firefighter will have fought more than a handful. The biggest structure fire that I've personally been on in ten years as a firefighter was four alarms. By now, you're going to see more than 20 fire engine companies deployed to get the water flowing. A rescue company will be required to ensure that people can be freed, and a dozen ladder companies as well as a squad. There won't be all. There may be air support, ambulance services, hazardous materials vehicles, media teams, and snack trucks too. The chain of command will be out in force, and there will be a division, division chief, a deputy chief, and a chief of operations on hand. Um, Krista says uh, that heart, her heart hurts looking at that. Yeah, I mean, that's just, that's terrible. Uh, it's just, destroys everything. Black Cat lived across uh, the street from a house that burned because of a Christmas tree. The frame was left, but the interesting thing is the fireman bought it after it was rebuilt. He's one of the guys fighting it. Well, you know, maybe he figured. What's the luck that'll burn down twice? Most people usually think smoking causes fires, but a lot of times electrical or even heat from the sun. Uh, yeah, I mean, electrical is a lot of it. A lot of it is sh shoddy and shitty electrical work. 
I would say probably the majority. Someday we should investigate that. Now, down below, it looks like they have a video of a five alarm fire. Do you guys want to see that or should we just continue to chat? You guys want to see the five alarm, five alarm fire? All right, the people on the stream want to see the five alarm fire, so we're going to watch it. I'm going to fix the window a little bit so you can see more of the screen on it. Catastrophe. It's almost five minutes in. This is a 40 minute long video. I don't watch 40 minutes. Holy shit. Uh, so that's a I don't know lot what the fire of fire. Conditions conditions are right now, but... Hey, Chris! This looks like some giant apartment building or something is going on. The other um, obvious, you don't want to get burned, but look at the volume of smoke coming out of that. Uh, I mean, and that's all toxic, awful, poisonous smoke. They transmitted not a fourth alarm. wood smoke right. is good for you, but getting, uh, you could imagine that's paint and synthetic fibers and who knows what else all going up in that. Uh, that smoke is just gonna, uh, you're gonna choke to death and it'll kill you. Man, this looks like it's just going out of control. Blackcat says, my nephew and lost twin is a New York City, uh, city fireman died on my own. Well, that's terrible. It's, uh, Jeffrey They want the power ladder to come up and hit the fire now. I'm so sorry. But, uh, thanks for his courage. It's a hard, hard job, tough job. Oh, man. Look at this thing. It's like raging. Rescue battalion to exposure three. Yeah, we had fire showing on the top floor and exposure four. We can see from the rear. It looks like it's darkening down. Do you guys have a hand line on the top floor? Holy oh, we got shit. 91 engine working on the top floor. Alright, we'll hold up on uh, any exterior line in your building. Rescue that one. I'm gonna skip ahead. One, two, four, bucket. 
I mean, the thing with the, like, fire like this, too, is it can look like you've put it out, and you can have such heat and embers and everything else in there that are smoldering and burning that just reignite, and it starts all the way over again. Because everything else is already so hot and dry, uh, suddenly the rest of it reignites and goes back up like a tender box. Desi says, considering how close everything is in New York City, I'm not shocked to see they had too many folks involved in any fire in that town. Yeah, I mean, we should do, somebody remind me, uh, you have like these great fires, like the great New York fires. Burned down. I said blocks and blocks that caught on fire. Uh, it just went out of control. Um, just be horrific. So, as they were saying, that, this fire, in a certain sense, doesn't look as bad as the church. This is just bad because of the potential for containment. So you can see there are other buildings next to it. So right. Is there any such thing as more than five alarm? Yes. They go above as high as needed. Uh, you can call for resources from neighboring departments to handle the number of personnel. The highest alarm fire in history was a 16 alarm fire, some say 20, in Brooklyn, New York, 1995. You can see more about it here. Holy shit. All right, that video looks like it sucks. Just like a firearm can increase, it can decrease if they get better. If the incident commander on the scene believes that the severity of the fire has been overreported, uh, they can reduce it. It's always better to send more and then send them back if you don't need them. One time can make a huge difference. So, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of cool. Um, you know, this is a yet another just talking to people in the chat and... Just investigating, um, you know, what we're talking about. Um, in terms of what firefighters use to put out a fire, mostly is water, but they can use other agents, including firefighting foam, uh, monoammonium phosphate, dry powders, sodium chlorate, wet chemicals, potassium acetate, and carbon monoxide. And this says, can't you just put water in any fire to put it out? It's the most versatile thing we have, but there are certain circumstances that require special agents. So, um, classes of fire. Class A is an ordinary combustible like wood or paper. Class B is flammable liquids like gas. Class C means it is electricity involved and the proper extinguishing agent must be chosen to avoid electrocution. Class D is flammable metals like magnesium. And class K is cooking oil fires like animal fats and oils. So, you know, yeah, you don't want to pour water on like a grease fire. But um, I wanted to see if there was... 
Maybe we can, we'll do, we'll do this super quick. It's already almost time for the show to end, if you can believe it. It's already 10 minutes to the hour. But I wanted to see if there was, um, uh, come on, hurry up and load. Uh, Building explodes during magnesium-fueled fire. So, look at this shit. Look at, look at this. Imagine the heat from that. That is just absolutely insane. Thanks, YouTube, for your fucking ad burning it. What a stupid asshole. Fucking YouTube. Fucking Google. Get fucked. Stupid piece of shit. Yeah, that's just a full-blown fucking explosion. Um, I can't even imagine what the heat of that, what the that I mean, holy shit. And you can imagine. All those little particles that are falling are white hot pieces of magnesium. So anywhere that's landing, they then have to worry about being caught on fire. Um, Desi says the magnesium flint. Hey guys, so backyard scientists. Today we're going to be playing with so magnesium. Goddamn well. And then he says, "Hold up a tick. Look at the dude in the bucket on that video." Oh, yeah, the guy up at the top. Look, look, look at that. That poor son of a bitch. Oh my god, is he dead? I mean, he might not be falling out of it because he might just... His corpse might be permanently welded to the ladder. He scooted down a few rungs. If by scooted, you mean he was instantly fried alive and his charred husk of a body slid down the ladder, then yes. <laughs> Holy shit. That is a fucking fire. Krista says, I didn't mean to make the show about fires. All right. Does anybody does anybody want to tell Krista a thing? Or should I say, it? Krista, if I didn't find it interesting, didn't want to go down the rabbit hole, I wouldn't have. That's why I also said thank you because stuff like this, where the show organically kind of just moves through topics, it helps me too. So don't ever be shy or apologize or whatever uh you know if i didn't want to talk about it i wouldn't have talked about it i would have just moved on i'm not gonna tell you to shut the fuck up shut the fuck up um no like fire i i i have a fascination with fire it's uh it's fascinating it's fascinating um obviously it can be very very dangerous but i love i love when we go down like 
hey, what does that really mean? What, what does a different four, one, whatever alarm thing mean? Well, now you know. And now we all learned something. And also, we got to see some entertainment by the way of some devastating fires. That magnesium explosion. <sighs> like showing up to something like that or like a fireworks factory going up or whatever would be like the fucking worst. Actually, I think poisonous chemicals might be the worst because imagine all that smoke is going to have all sorts of vapor that may just disintegrate your lungs and everything else. But also, I don't really want to get fried alive by hot magnesium. That would be horrible. So here's a cheers to all of the firefighters and emergency personnel who show up on scene when that sort of shit happens. Uh, you know, whether you have been injured, have been on a fire, or you've been lucky enough to never have to fight one. I appreciate the fact that you still volunteered for the job. Wow. Wow, it's crazy. Crazy shit uh, there. But, you know, watch out for the, uh, watch out for the bad juju. Watch out for the fires. Watch your electrical cords. Don't daisy chain six power strips together and all that shit. Don't do that. Don't use frayed extension cords. Fucking replace them, please. Imagine burning from the inside out, Chris says. Well, as somebody who's eaten really bad Mexican food before, um, that's given me a taste enough of that feeling. So I don't think I really want to go any further in that line of imagination. <laughs> that's, and that's only some spicy butthole from eating too much hot food. Um, that guy in that fucking ladder bucket being right fucking in front of that magnesium explosion. Oof. Oof. Be careful. We take that for granted. We take that for granted. Shit, like fire. Oh, everything's just fire resistant and blah, 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 blah. Man, when like fire takes off, that is no joke. I used to. I want to tell you guys a super quick story. I used to keep a fire axe in my bedroom. So I had this apartment and it was on the second floor. And there was one staircase up to the second floor, and it was a sort of a tall, narrowish staircase. And so I used to have a fire axe in my bedroom. And somebody's like, why do you have a fire axe in your bedroom? I said, well, if a fire starts downstairs, and the fire starts going up the staircase, how are you going to get out of here? And they were like, I said, with the axe, you can do one of two things. You can either axe through the wall and try to get to the neighboring apartment if it's not on fire and get out. Or you can use it to smash out the window and use the hook end of the axe to hook onto the windowsill and at least lower yourself halfway down to the ground before you drop. But like, I'm getting fucking burned alive up here. This place has all synthetic carpet and everything else. Like... It's got a fireplace for fuck's, for fuck's sake. God, I, that apartment was so cool. I really missed that apartment. But like, 
gotta watch out for that shit. Take it for granted. Like, if you think it's all, all silly, oh, who, who needs a fire ladder in their upstairs room? Well, well, you don't need it until your house catches on fire and you're fucking trapped up there. You want to talk about limited police resources. You know how much limited fire fighting resources there are in the city that you live in? Can't really handle more than one or two of those at a time. So, yeah. Be careful. Watch out for fires. So, that being said, stay safe, keep the faith, and all of that shit. That's it for <clears throat> Monday Nightcap. Yeah, it can take him a while to get there. What are you do in the meantime? Sit and wait it out. Fire ain't going to wait. Fire won't negotiate with you or hold on a moment. It's greedy and gobbly and will gobble you and everything else up with it. So watch out for fires. Uh, Chris says, take it easy, all. Much love. Hugs, prayers, XOXOXO. Yes, hugs and prayers and love to all of you out there. Uh, that's going to do it for tonight. We'll be back tomorrow. There's a possibility that there will be no Wednesday show. I may be going out for a cigar event. So if that happens, there's the possibility that there will be no Wednesday show. But we are here tonight, and we will be here tomorrow night. So tune in tomorrow. And until then, make sure you get yourself some rest. Make sure you get yourself some rest, okay? And we'll see you again soon.